0: Friends, welcome to the Mostly Harmless Podcast. I'm your host, (laughs) Dammit Damien. All right, buddies. This week's episode, we bring you yet another special episode of the Mostly Harmless Podcast because this week we're hanging out with Philadelphia, Pennsylvania's Restorations. Uh, These guys, man, they just blew me away. They played last night, uh, Saturday, October 12th at the 7th Circle Music Collective, this DIY venue here in Denver, Colorado. Used to be the blast I'm at. Super cool place, run by my good friend Mr. Aaron Say and a collection of other mighty fine individuals. It was one of the best lineups I've ever seen in Denver. Uh, Very diverse, very just wonderful. I wanted to see every single band on there. Uh, Unfortunately, this interview took place and I missed my good friends the Black Dots, but that's right because they're playing this Saturday, October uh, 19th at Legal Pete's on South Broadway, so... Uh, come hang out and see Black Dots and Dirty Few with me and uh, and all our friends. It's going to be a damn good time, buddies. All right. but put back to uh, last night's show. Um, Jamie from Side One Dummy, I, I don't know how she found me, but she found me, buddies, probably through the internet. I mean, how else? Uh, but anyway, one day I just I woke up, stumbled out of my bedroom, sitting in my boxers, sit down on my computer. Oh, I got this new record from this band and... On Side One Dummy, all right, let's listen to it. And I hit play and fucking woke me up, fell in love. Uh, really cool, really uh, really hard to categorize, which if you follow this band at all, you'd know that from all the press releases, interviews, reviews, um, but they're kind of, you know, they've got that hum You know that band from Champaign, Illinois Hum Who I'm madly in love with Uh, They've got that hum vibe With a little bit of the Constantines in there It was a band I had completely forgot about Until I started listening to Restorations But I fucking love Uh, There's some Menzingers in there um, and even some helmets and stuff like that. Uh, so it's really all over the board. Um, damn nice guys. Um, I loved interviewing, had a blast. I could have talked their ears off all night long and I tried to, and I tried to get them to come back to my apartment to do even more of that. But thank God, thank God they didn't. Cause I'm still pretty hungover right now. And it's, it's pretty, pretty late in the afternoon here on this fine Sunday morning. Um, but a damn good show last night at the seventh circle. I had an absolute blast talking with the guys. Uh, this interview was actually supposed to happen. We, we, we had talks. Well, let's just say it right now. We got a new sponsor for the show. Our buddies had a Legal Pete's uh, and their Starving Artist program. We're going to join forces with them to help promote and educate you about Legal Pete's and their Starving Artist program. Uh, and, they're, and in turn, they're going to feed the bands that we're interviewing, and we're going to try to do a lot more of these interviews at Illegal Pete's just because, I mean, hey, what better place to spill your guts about your life, your universe, and everything than over a uh, big, delicious, big potato burrito at Illegal Pete's. Uh, so we're going to be trying to do a lot more of that with... Uh, with interviews and whatnot that we're doing here in Denver, especially because I live in Denver now, so it's a pretty badass. I live a block away from the South Broadway location, so it's dangerous. It's dangerous, and sometimes I even work there. But Illegal Pete's their starving artist program. Let me just tell you about this a little bit here. If you're a touring musician and you're coming through Denver, hit a Virgil, hit a Virgil in the game from Illegal Pete's for some free food. That's how it works. Here's their mission statement. It goes a little like this: Our starving artist program is exactly like it sounds setting up weary bands on the road with a meal in exchange for spreading the word to their family and friends about Illegal Pete's bands they give us the heads up and we give them the hook up and that's kind of what we're doing here buddies we're telling you go to Illegal Pete's it's my favorite burrito joint in the world Uh, they're big, uh, big fish burritos ooh they're to die for they're addictive. I have dreams. I have fever dreams about their Big Fish Burritos, buddies. And uh, that's what I uh, would have been eating with the Restorations guys. But they kind of running late coming to the town. So we just decided to uh, do this interview at the 7th Circle Music Collective instead of at Illegal Pete's. But that's fine because I already weigh, I've already gained 25 pounds this year, buddies. Living a block away from Illegal pizza makes it dangerous, so we're going to stay away. But yeah, we're going to start working uh, a little bit more closely with legal Pete's and Virgil and those guys over there. And hopefully maybe we'll be able to do some events over there, like some live podcast episodes or impromptu acoustic shows, or who knows what else we could do. Some parties. Let's, let's have a celebration. I don't know. But uh, speaking of live podcast and acoustic shows this Friday, October 18th, We're going to be doing a live Mostly Harmless podcast and acoustic show with my best good buddies, 2Cal Garage. So my buddy Andy Thomas, who was on last week's episode, um, he he asked me, he's like, so how do you do a live podcast? And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, he's like, well, it's recorded. I'm like, yes, it's recorded for posterity. But the idea is that you, you listeners out there in Internet land, hear this. You guys come out and watch me interview bands. That sounds... God, that sounds boring. But there's going to be beer there, and two cows going to play a few songs acoustically, and then we're going to record all that thanks to my good buddy, Mr. James Freeman, and his blog, That's the Thing About That. I think I have that right. That's the Thing About That dot com. And uh, we're going to throw it up on the internet for you guys in, you know, Bangor, Massachusetts that can't make it out to the show in Denver. Um, So, yeah, Mutiny Coffee Exchange, Friday, October 18th live interview session with 2Cow Garage. It's going to be kind of like going to see um, a broke down, really, really cheap, bastardized version of I don't know Conan O'Brien meets uh, Carson Daly? I don't know. Uh, that's going to be going on from 5 o'clock to 6.30. Then we're going to rush over to the Lions Lair and hang out with our buddies in 2Cow Garage over there. Uh, we're going to have some PBRs and stuff at Mutiny Coffee Exchange. They got coffee. They got books. It's a killer place. Um, I'm really excited for it. So, Man, let me just one more minute. These guys from Restorations are such sweethearts. I I just about jumped in the van last night with them. If they had, had room. Guys, if you're listening to this, if you've got ever got room in your van and you want to take a fat bearded fucker like myself on the road, I will go with you guys for free just for the pleasure of doing it. Um, just talking with you guys was like, oh, just like a wave of fresh air, a sigh of relief. I don't know. It was just pleasurable. It was like, eating bacon for the first time. I don't know. I can't explain it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stop rambling because I ramble way too much as it is. And, God, we're going on six minutes here. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and play a song from the new Restorations LP. Um, the album is fortunately called LP2 because it's their second full length. Uh, this is the first song on that record on LP2, and it's called D. And thanks again to Jamie from Side One dummy for uh, getting me interested and helping to set this up you're a sweetheart you're a wonderful young lady and i can't wait for us to hang out soon and i don't know i'll give you a hug or something i don't know all right buddies this is d off lp2 from restoration So uh, we're at the Seventh Circle here in uh, Denver, Colorado, hanging out with the dudes from Restorations.
1: Hello. Hi. Uh,
0: yeah. Who are you guys? Like, I know what you do. I know who you are. But the guys at home have no fucking clue. My my least favorite part when you're reading the interview is it's like, who are you and what do you do? And I'm like, you can put that in the introduction. Oh, my God. But, I know. But, but, but when you're doing an audio interview, because this is a podcast, mm-hmm. so people are going to be listening podcast. to this. Uh, they've they've got to know. And I don't know why I'm rambling about this. But but so, so, so who... Who we got here, uh, what do you do, and what is your favorite, uh, how about Philadelphia band since that's where you guys are from?
2: All right, uh, I'm John,
0: I play
3: guitar and sing, and my favorite Philadelphia band is Painted Black. I'm Dan, my favorite Philadelphia band, I also play bass, uh,
4: favorite Philadelphia band? Let's introduce Ben, I'll think about <laughs> it. Hi, this is Ben, I play guitar and organ. Uh I mean I guess paint black's like a default with with <laughs> us. Yeah. I'll take For those listening at home, it's it's A, Paint Black. Yeah, Paint Black. Benzingers.
2: <laughs> Benzinger's War on Drugs. There's a lot, there's a lot of good bands in Philly. Hop yeah. along. There's too many,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot.
3: Yeah.
2: Creep
0: a good one. Creep a good Yo, one. Oh, let's
3: like let's go with Creep I'll say Creepoid. Cool. Because we all like them.
0: Just a little talking point there. I, I googled, like, what bands are from Philadelphia? And yeah. it, one of the top choices was Will Smith. And I was about to say, what <laughs> oh, is your do, favorite yeah. Will Smith song? Comes to all the band
3: is Bill Cosby.
2: He comes yeah. to all of the LI shows. He's very supportive. <laughs> I'm sure. Um,
0: so you guys are from Philadelphia. Yes. So what about what is in that Philadelphia water that makes all your musical exports oh so sweet? I think it's decades of... Tar?
1: <laughs> no, no,
2: no, It's it's decades of independent music, and uh, there, there's a lot of in, oh instead of it being one scene that comes and goes and then rebuilds every couple years, Philadelphia scene has just kept going. Um, so you know, from the Electric Factory in the '60s into like I don't even know Hall and Oates in the '70s. I don't know, but you know, like the Hooters, <laughs> the Dead Milk, the Dead to now, yeah, Philadelphia sure, punk yeah. has been one continual thought. And that you know those bands still play shows. Those bands still put on shows for other bands. Like uh, it's just this continual thing. So uh, a lot of the things that. Uh, usually Get lost between, between generations Yeah, yeah a, lo- a lot around. of the learning Like uh, Philadelphia bands Sort of start with a leg up Because there's this tradition And this uh, long lesson Of like how to do it properly yeah. And how to treat people How to perform How to, you know uh, Run venues And that kind of stuff is, is already there And already established So we get to cheat a little bit Because we've
0: got the You know, the little notes <laughs> Yeah
4: <laughs> There's a basement There's a show
0: Yeah, right, right, right uh, Are you guys actually From Philadelphia Or did you Born in Cheltenham Yep yeah. I, don't, I don't have any. Oh, no, suburb? suburb? Yeah, yeah, yeah first cool.
4: suburb. I'm uh, from Jersey. Yeah. I suck. That's okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in a town like 25 yeah. miles north of the city. And so, it sucks yeah, too.
4: same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, i have lived suck. there for quite a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This is the, about a decade now. Yeah, how how decade. old are you
0: guys? You guys are about my age, right? Like, I'm 30.
4: Yeah. 29. 27.
0: Okay, well, I'm 32. Yeah, I'm 32. I'm 32, but the but the beards, well, you've got the beard. I sort of have the beard. I've been keeping it close recently. Yeah. That's that's not a bad deal. I guess not. Um, So what was it like... Well, you didn't grow up in Philadelphia, but what was it like for you guys growing up in that that hotbed of activity?
2: Uh, For me, well, this is...
4: Well, more into
2: my youth. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would ben, cross the
4: bridge and just go to church shows. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you weren't that far away. No, no I, was I, was like, like, East, I was like 15 minutes away. Oh, okay. In cool. Jersey. Yeah, See, East
0: I, really. I, I'm from Louisiana, so my my uh, geography and perception of that is, like, when people tell me South Carolina, I'm like, oh, that's the north. Oh, yeah. Because to me, it <laughs> is. <you know? laughs> so I apologize there. No, no, but no So, no, so, no, so no. what was it like growing up in that hotbed of activity
4: there? I mean, like he was saying, like, that generation crossover, like, I was 15, 16, going to Shows run by R5. And, what? Uh, uh, everybody, Carlin's here. Carlin plays drums. Whenever you want. Carlin, whenever you want. Oh. Introduce Hi. yourself. Oh, I'm Carlin. I play drums. There you
0: go. What's your favorite Will Smith song?
4: <laughs> oh, uh, I think it's called Miami, right? Yeah.
0: Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> we were just discussing uh, why Philadelphia kicks so much ass. Uh,
4: Carlin.
3: That about sums it up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think all right. I think a, lot of the, oh, yeah. uh,
4: a lot of people all moved there at the same time, wanted to make stuff better, and everyone's working it's really the hard to make the it water. better. So. Everybody
2: stayed. Is the yeah, big thing about stayed. Philly. It's. Stuff doesn't come and go. Everybody stays. A lot of young so, people that wanted to
4: work hard to make stuff awesome are, yeah. are reaping the benefits of it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Now the
2: now the kids that were playing basement shows, you know, 10, 20 years ago, all run everything in Philly. Kids <laughs> that were playing the
3: basement shows now run the basement shows. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah.
0: I, I can't remember. I can't remember his real name, uh, Drake. Yeah. Everybody, uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, tour manager for two oh, Girls.
2: Catino. Oh, Tony Godino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. I know him. He's a good dude. He, he
0: says good things. Yeah, I know the kids Cheap meal? Girls guys really well. Oh, kids meal.
3: Hey, Tony, when you listen, I love you. Yeah, but
0: but Tony, in my you hear this. Yeah, you he know. won't listen. It's okay. No,
3: he won't listen.
0: That's,
4: that's um, <laughs> he's, he's awake.
3: <laughs> we love Tony. I need a beer. Little brother to everyone. I've known Tony for a long
2: time.
0: Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine. he's a good dude. Uh, I ran in randomly ran into him in New York City a few months back. He was on tour with Cheap Girls, and yeah. we ended up talking about comic books for like half an hour. That oh, sounds happens. about right. That's <laughs> about it. So, um, so speaking of comic books, because I'm a big oh, comic book dude. This is oh, Dave. Actually. Dave. Hey, Dave.
2: This is your department.
0: What What am I doing? Comic books. Grab and talk well, comics. Ready? Go. Hi. What's up? <laughs> well, so so one of the things because I was a big comic book kid, I'm fascinated by origin stories. Okay. So I'm always curious, I always ask bands like, What was the first moment that you just Became obsessed with a band or music Or do you have one of those moments uh, I talk about it way too much on here But I remember discovering Bruce Springsteen And Born in the USA, that song Listening to it over and over and over again And then that being that moment where I'm like Hey, I like music, music kicks ass So do you guys have a moment like that that you can remember gotta, That kind of led you down this rabbit hole?
4: Band-wise?
2: Sticks, man, sticks When I was like four Maybe a little earlier, I remember my dad put on Sticks Paradise Theater. My mom was running errands, so it was like rock and roll time in my house. And my dad puts on Sticks Paradise Theater on vinyl. And I remember it like, it's this like piano ballad start thing, and then it kicks into the rock and roll part. And I remember just running around my house. I was so thrilled by what I was hearing. I didn't know what to do,
5: and it's been that ever since. I've just run in circles to watch music. <laughs> that was it. Like, uh, same thing, but mine was in a car. My parents mostly listened to music when we were driving. And it was Billy Joel, Mike and the Mechanics. Mm-hmm. Same thing for me. Yeah, Mike and yeah. the Mechanics, Billy Joel. Oh, dude, uh, Traveling Wilburys were huge. Yeah, <laughs> Traveling
4: Wilburys, anything by the Eagles, and uh, like the all, the, all the offshoots of the Beatles, like... Um, we're getting this gate cool. open and then it's fucking go time, y'all. All right. Nick. All right. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. You guys want to smoke a blunt before you play? It's on the podcast it. now. Yeah. All uh,
0: right. that what's going on right it? now? It's on there. Yeah. The
3: First thing music-wise that I ever heard from my dad. I think my parents used to play it to get me to go to sleep, but it has definitely reflected on the rest of my life because uh, Roy Orbison.
1: Yeah.
3: Remains yep. like my Absolutely.
4: my favorite. The Roy Orbison singalongs in the van. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. it's a, it, That's a times. thing. Hey, Hi. Everybody. Oh, it's an interview. Barton. Hi. How's Barton, it going? Barton, Barton, Hi, we're hey, from
2: Philly.
0: We're
3: from Philly and you're watching 411.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Native Daughters.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Cool. We're King Hearts. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And he he was in the Traveling <laughs> Bullberries too, wasn't he? Correct. Or at least yeah. the first album. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Petty. Oh man. So we're Born Nerds Petty. after that. Petty. that Petty. After that Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Born Nerds. Moody Blues we from a young age The four LP records
4: where they might be Giants Flood and Primus Pork Soda when I was oh, in fourth grade Pork it just yeah. so much
0: alright right, yeah. all alright so uh, so what led you from that moment of discovering this stuff to picking up an instrument and starting playing it
5: <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix and Led Zeppelin <laughs> 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 I
0: mean but uh, why, why did you why, why did you pick that thing up why did you pick up you know, and start playing. Oh, man. I did so
5: much stuff when I was younger, trying to figure out, like, oh, maybe I'll play tennis and soccer. It was fun, but it didn't stick. And then it was like, oh, you know, I'm not really good at math. I tried to do drawing and art, that didn't work out too well for me. I was like, you know what I'm pretty decent at? Playing guitar loudly and annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. Uh, you guys can let it. Sweet. Cool. Thanks, bud. And then, yeah, that just kind of stuck. Everything else is kind of just. Oh, my God. Yeah, to that. This, this might be the only one. thing we're all right
3: at. This
2: is
4: it.
3: Capital A, all right. Yeah, all right. Yes.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Capital K, okay. Yeah. K L,
2: lowercase. Oh. It's a hobby Capital I haven't lost interest
4: in.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys play anything else ever growing up, like violin or anything funky, um, fancy, um, fancy like that? Piano and trumpet. Nice. And,
3: uh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. I played upright bass me. in my middle schools jazz band and that was the first time I had ever played bass I I started playing guitar when I was in fourth grade and my middle school like music teacher needed like a bass player and I for some reason I was the only person he could find in the school that played a stringed instrument he was like, "You want to play upright bass?" And I was like, "No, but I'll do it." <laughs> and, and that's been every band Dan has ever been in. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward, however many years later. Hey, you want to play bass? Hey, you no, want to play period? bass? No, but I guess I'll fucking do it. <laughs> and here we are.
0: Do you still play guitar at all?
2: Uh, at home.
0: Yeah.
2: Dan's in no, a really good band it. called Just... Highlights
0: occasionally.
3: Nah,
4: not anymore. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Any other, any other funny stories about picking up your instrument and learning to play?
4: Uh, no? It made my parents
5: annoyed. Yeah. That's why I did it. I wanted uh, to
4: play guitar and I couldn't, so I started playing drums and it just worked, so I did it.
5: My <laughs> practicing got way better when my brother moved away to college and didn't stop me from playing guitar. Yeah. I remember my dad
3: told me that he thought that it was a good idea that I started to learn how to play guitar when he heard me playing like a a Green Day song in my room, and he was like, "That really kind of sounded like it."
0: You know? I was like, Thanks, Dad. So, so, so were your parents supportive, even though you were busy annoying them and whatnot?
4: Um, I think more so recently than the decade prior to this band doing anything. <laughs> Uh, it's always been a peripheral to them. They're just like, oh, he's got a job, he went to school, but he still keeps doing this music thing. I don't know why he just ends up in weird places. Um, but now they're like, with the internet and them being on the internet, it's right. kinda, you know, it's they easier. get to see visibly what's actually happening, and uh, they just understand it's never going to stop. So
0: yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think my parents have given up hope, but then they see these photos. <laughs> no, I, I mean that in a good way. Like, they're like, okay, he's going to do this thing, but he seems to be good at it. I think and then I tour managed stars, too, and they see these photos of me like in front of Niagara Falls, and they're like, I never got to do that. Yeah. I guess and there's that's something to the that of too. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, generally,
2: yeah. like your folks just want to see you happy, yeah. and then yeah. like if they see that you're having more fun doing this than other things, they're just stoked. <laughs> it's like one of those, you know what? That's
5: you enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. My, my parents got one. My older brother is extremely successful in a totally different field, so they got that, and then they have a fuck up. <laughs> so it's
0: it's good. <laughs> They have a good balance yeah. for, for the family. Yeah. It's funny. Until Facebook came around and my mother joined it, she had no idea I was a fuck-up because I always <laughs> would just tell her the good things. Now she's like, oh. Great equalizer. Oh. Why
4: is he face down on the street?
0: <laughs> well, why are you getting drunk every night? <laughs> I work in bars. It's what like you my do. Parents, yeah. My Fun, parents Mom. know the, the <laughs> opposite of
3: it. They, like I don't have uh, any social media. Oh. I, don't know. I feel like... My parents I only tell them The good things But they kind of Just think that That's kind of I'm full of shit They're just like Yeah yeah yeah, yeah You're lying <laughs> There's no good things oh. By the way My family is very nice <laughs> No they're lovely <laughs> No they're, really, they're great
0: Yeah um, So I take it This obviously isn't The first band You've ever been in Because of course There's the Jenna Berlin Other band And whatnot. What were some of those Earlier bands you were in Like and when did you realize You might have a talent For making music
2: started started over there
4: um,
2: Jennifer I, I, yeah. Balloon was my only band I don't know yeah. There really? was Really? Uh, the only band I'd ever been in
4: There a bunch of I almost just gave up completely It doesn't matter sometimes if the town's there or not Or if you yeah. are doing well or not It's kind of like shit just falls apart And uh, it, it fell apart Enough times, times To the point where I've never played piano ever in my life And I was like, dudes, I bought a piano Can I be in your band? To play at bars
0: <laughs> and that's how I joined Restorations <laughs> <laughs>
4: all one big accident
2: It's my favorite part about this band
0: Yeah And th- that's what accident. I like about it So Before we get into I, I like to I ask people this Every once in a while And I always get the same answer But Like you guys kind of came You guys started this band Kind of on accident Yeah Like you guys just wanted to have fun And were like Fuck it we gotta play music And then this All this is happening Do you believe in fate at all? I believe Ooh. in luck <laughs> Luck? Luck Tremendous luck. Yeah,
4: yeah this is uh, so, I like to harken it to the prior 10 years of all of us being in different bands with all those different connections finally catching up to where people who weren't musicians but working in
5: different fields of the music industry yeah, are I like. If you stick with anything long enough, you can learn to yeah, be good anyways, at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a mixture of hard work and timing. Yeah, the timing was huge for this band. It was a,
2: so we got very lucky, timing, and timing yeah. was like spot on like between getting everybody in the band at the right time and writing things at the right time and uh, you know meeting people at the right time it's just everything worked out just perfect nice it's crazy it's uh something terrible is going to happen to me soon yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah very I soon yeah.
0: I, uh, I'm i very much of that same mindset where so you guys you guys came together to have fun and accidentally hit upon a success I find that whenever I'm like, holy shit, I'm really good at this, I'm really successful, I'm always waiting for that other shoe to drop. And I'm every always day. like, yep. like every day. So, yeah. so, so, are you guys taking this? Yeah, well, I guess you just answered that question. I'm enjoying too, every second of this. Yeah.
4: <laughs> every Nothing's fucking for granted at all. So yeah, like, anything we get, we're just, just this stoked until about it. That foot does come down. Every, well,
5: every tour, every show, it. every time we're having a great time somewhere, I assume it's the last time I'm going to be able to do it. <laughs> yeah,
3: pretty much. That's great. John coined the phrase, uh, we're we're cautiously optimistic. Nice. (laughs) Everywhere we go. Yeah. This Um,
2: is very cool, but this is, you know, if this is all we get, this is great. Yeah. We got really lucky, and this has been awesome.
0: Yeah. um,
2: Very grateful, however this came about.
0: Let me try to rewrite some of these questions on the fly, because we're... We want, want to kind of get this done quickly, oh, right. but uh, yeah, we
5: got to load in. Anyway.
0: Yeah, so Jenna Berlin, that was the band. Your first band? Yeah, wow. Yeah, first band. It wasn't uh, my first nope. band. Oh, but your first band. But still, I just discovered it yesterday, and I love it. Oh, nice. where 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 was I? I guess all those years. <laughs> um, you guys plugged and plugged and plugged away. Yep. This band takes off. Um, let's see. What, what is this question I got here? Is there a lesson to be learned from that, or is it just dumb luck?
2: I think it's Some just about back. being... A l- it's about the internet, basically. Yeah. Like, the old band, we didn't know what we were doing. We had to kind of just sort of go by feel. And with this band, we can be a little bit more, like... Uh, precise, I guess, with everything. Because we know, like, uh, because of the internet, like, where people want to hear us and where we should go, we can, like, be more in touch with people. It's way easier to be a smaller band now. We're not a large band, but we, yeah. we, we know how to operate with, like, you know, there's... 20 people in Denver that know who we are we know how to like figure this out like that's that's what we've gotten good at whereas before it'd be like I've never been to California before here we go and you just hopefully you know you hope that one of those towns somebody's gonna come see you and that'll lead to something else and we did that forever and it was awful but you know it's uh It's a whole different ballgame now, I guess, is the thing. I wish I had the internet back then.
0: Yeah. Well, the internet was around, but it's not in the way... MySpacey
2: and... That was for
4: the Defense Department. What's that? That was for the Defense Department. Yeah. 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 They spotted it.
2: Well, JV started in 2003 and was essentially like a college band. You know, it was a a function of us trying to bring bands that we liked to our college. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I don't know. We learned a lot of lessons. It was a lot of fun. I I, I don't regret any of it, but it's... uh,
0: And then those lessons are proving valuable here, now, today. Like, every time we go anywhere, it's like,
2: well, when we did this last time, this is how we fucked it up, so we're not going to do any of those things
0: this time. And it's
2: worked out, more or less. Or or at least... exactly
4: what we don't want. Made it less shitty, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, You guys have uh, cited Best 10 as one of those defining moments in the band's career. Maybe they'll shut that door here in a second. Do you want
2: to... can we take
0: five? Yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to take let's five? Take five. We'll load in and then we'll finish the rest of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, cool. That sounds good. I think they're
2: trying to get the stuff moving and get the gig. You guys, yeah,
0: we'll, keep it going. you two, want to keep this going? That
2: sounds good. I'm sure oh. Dan will be back. Carl's got to go set up his drums.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Dan will float in there. Well, I, I did have a couple questions about Jenna Berlin, so it's okay for oh, you. Oh yeah, it works. So fine. with you guys here, so, um, so you guys, so let's you guys just load it in. We're back. We're hanging out. It's uh, John and. Dave, right? Correct. Okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Like I just I was just telling him I forget names like fucking no, crazy I too. Time. Um, uh, so Jennifer Lynn was your first band. Yes. You had been in who knows how many others. A few. Uh, but, uh, what was what was the transition like from going to playing like just playing Green Date, whatever stuff you were emulating to starting a band?
2: Um, well I got lucky, I kinda grandfathered into my band. Uh, I, my band was three guys uh, from the area. Philadelphia, South Jersey area, who had played in bands for a while, had a band together, and their singer got kicked out. And I had just met their drummer in college. And they were just like, oh, yeah, we need a singer. You can come try out if you want. So I went, hung out with those guys for a little while, and that was just it. We uh, we had a really good time. Everything clicked, and we just started the band. And then it was a couple years. Kind of had you know one or two other people in and then we were just sort of Dave's band was doing less so we were like oh maybe we should get Dave in the band we'll have a second guitar player and it'll be fun and uh, that was that was it so I I, for the longest time I had always I was a little late to DIY in that I thought that being in a band was bigger than what normal people were capable of (laughs) and uh, you know getting involved with these dudes was uh, really great because they were going to the same shows that I was going to and interested in all the same stuff And were also doing their own band on the side at at a much smaller level than all the things that I'd liked. And I didn't quite... I I hadn't quite figured out how it all worked at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was just... uh, I was just kind of a nerdy kid, just super interested in all kinds of stuff. And uh, those guys kind of like clued me in, pulled the curtain back a little bit and, uh, you know, showed me how everything works. And uh, that... That was uh, tremendous. That's how I got started on it, I guess, because I'd always been a big fan but never thought that I could do it myself. Yeah. And you guys plugged and plugged and
0: plugged away for years, right? Yeah, we were banned for a good eight years, I think, before we put it down. Yeah. And then um, why did you finally put it down? Uh, there was just a, a point at which
2: you're, you feel like you've done everything you can do with your project, whether that's, you know, I don't know, playing baseball or, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever, like there's a certain point where you're just sort of like, I'm tired and I want to do something else. Yeah. Um, and that was sort of it. We'd, we'd been to Europe. We'd done the U.S. Three, two, three times over. We'd played the East Coast a million times. We'd played with uh, a bunch of our heroes, uh, played all the venues we wanted to play, like met all these great people. And it was a lot of fun, and it was becoming a huge struggle just to keep it going on a daily you know, basis. Like we had members that lived in other cities and stuff like that. And It, it was a tremendous strain, uh, both, you know, Spiritually and physically, I guess. After a point, financially it was a huge strain. So we started this band, figuring that we, after some time off, uh, started this band to start figuring that we would just play locally, keep you know, just put music out, focus on writing, and not do anything ever. Just <laughs> as a rule. And uh, here we are <laughs> in Denver, Colorado. I there's
0: there's a trend that floats through a lot of this stuff where people are like, I can't not play music. Like once once Absolutely. that bug hits, it's Absolutely. like. Um, my buddies are like It's like a drug Like I yeah. I've lost relationships Money, yep. time, everything <laughs> yeah. yeah People
2: talk about it Like it's a phase And I, I don't understand
5: How that could have ever been yeah. That in my life Like it's just It's, it's just
2: It's, uh, completely it's silly
5: Yeah like I mean I I, I, mean, I know Dan does the same thing I know everybody I think in the band Does the same thing We're like, yeah we focus a lot On this band But if I'm home I'm still writing songs For whatever Yeah And yeah. it doesn't Sporting. even matter
2: That's therapy At that, at that point Yeah it's it's something that has to be in my life, or I'm gonna go nuts. So whether it's like, I'd probably be putting this level of effort and stress into it if I was just performing by myself in the bar, you know. It's, it's, it's gonna be the same no matter what. We're just lucky enough to be able to do this in this capacity
3: at the moment. There's a weird moment. You reach a million times. <laughs> um, we just kind of find yourself in a situation, and you wonder why you're there. Yeah. And. I don't know why that is. Like I, I've played in bands and I've traveled and I've, and I've done some stuff and I've. W- when I find myself not playing music, I find myself missing it. Yeah. And even though there's certain times where I'll end up in a certain place and I'll just be like, oh man, this is kind of not the best situation I could be in, <laughs> and I'd give anything to not be in it. I think the next day I'd be like no that wasn't so bad and if I didn't do that I'd probably not be so okay with life like, yeah. I think no matter what happens I'm going to be playing in a band whatever band it is and if I'm not I'm going to be at my house uh, playing my guitar and that's just the way it's going to happen I don't think I would be able to stop yeah. even if I wanted to I would it's, a, it's bittersweet sometimes yeah. like even if you were so unhappy with something like you want to stop it you're at some point you're going to Miss it and want to do it again, no matter what it is. I think I just missed the dialogue. I think that was the big thing about like taking time off is that I missed like being out with people and
2: exchanging ideas and trying new things and sort of pushing myself and my friends and, um, you know the the interaction part was really big for So It was a big loss when we didn't have it. <laughs>
0: I, uh, I I just watched The Other F Word have you guys seen that it's no, about no 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 I haven't seen I, it but I've
3: heard about it
2: yeah
0: so I'm watching it and it's about the lead singer of Pennywise mm-hmm. like it's about him trying Lindberg, to balance right. yeah Limburg yeah, Jim yeah. Limburg yeah. um, I'm not a Pennywise fan oddly enough but watching it it's fascinating because he's trying to balance like being a dad yep. and being a punk rocker and at the end of it it's there's no spoiler alert I hope but he quits he quits Pennywise
5: yep. no, now here it is two
0: years later no, he's, he's back, back in again. Pennywise because he can't fucking quit but at the same time watching it. It's like God. I, I just felt exhausted, and I'm thinking to myself, "I'm 32. I'm touring. I'm tour managing, roading with bands. I'm fucking booking shows. I'm interviewing people. Fuck, maybe I should get a real job. But I, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a drug. I could yeah. like just standing right here. I'm like fucking. It feels so good. It, it, you can't replace this. And people who don't do this kind of stuff can't. They it's don't. A, it's a they don't completely get it. Alternate lifestyle. Yeah. That's yeah. extremely yeah.
5: appealing because to me, it exists and this is me romanticizing it a lot Yeah. but it's, a, it's an existence that's on a totally different plane like you know my parents, my brother everybody, I, not everybody I you know, a lot of people I know they have jobs, they do what they do and when I'm home I have a job that exists very much on what's considered the normal level of existence <laughs> and then when I get out in the band and like you know I'm sitting around at 2, 3 in the morning waiting to go to sleep but I can't do it because we're still at a venue somewhere I'm like what the fuck am I doing and I'm like oh right I'd way rather be doing this. Yeah. I'd rather exist on this other parallel plane. It exists amongst all the other things, but and I, this is, I don't want to say there's a separation because there's really not, yeah. but I'd rather be the weirdo that people who work their regular jobs go out to see yeah. than be the regular Joe going out to see a weirdo play music.
2: It's yeah. just really gratifying to feel like you're contributing. You know, like this is like a... It's much easier to feel like you've made a dent in the world doing something at the small scale that we're at now you know than uh you know working in the basement of some giant corporate company or something you know it's it's it's, uh really easy to give that up to come play a show for 10 people because you know there's 10 people want to come see you play it's a it's a easier thing i suppose (laughs)
3: but uh i don't know i lived the rest of my life basically in a way that enables me to do this. And sometimes unconsciously. I work I mean I work at a I work at a coffee shop, you know. And 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 not to say that I hate doing that, because I don't. But if I didn't play in this band and I didn't go and do things in the band all I did was work in a coffee shop. I think that like I I really that that would be a depressing moment for me. Thinking like wow like if I got kicked out of this band. Yeah. Or decided to quit or something And I just didn't play in a band I would have a serious moment That first day going back to work Being like, wow, so I just do this now You know, with nothing else On top like, yeah. I, I do that so I can do this You know yeah. Those sorts of jobs Service industry Jobs that yeah. are easy, easy enough to get And easy enough to leave they let you do this kind of thing and, I, and I've realized that for years I've been doing that so I can do this not just because of anything else like of course people need money of course I need money but I don't know
2: it's just a it's a matter of function you know I want to make something that I can hand down you know some people you know it's, uh, maybe whether it's their jobs or I don't know having kids or whatever it's, it's just you want to make something that you can you know pass on and this is like the way that I do that and uh, that's that fills that hole. Hole in my normal
4: life
0: I guess <laughs> cool well let's uh, shift gears a little bit so I I apologize I'd never even heard of restorations until I got an email from Jamie at Side One Dummy the PR representative oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and it was just like hey this. and I don't think I'd ever gotten an email from her before uh, maybe that was the first and it was like hey here's this band if you like this 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 and this listen to it before I was even halfway through the first song I was emailing her like when are they coming to Colorado? <laughs> Set me up. Uh, I emailed her the other day and she went, Hey, I'm already off work. Sorry I'm but you know, because I emailed her at like eleven o'clock oh, at night. Yeah. She went, Oh, I'm just sitting at home. Yep. So I, I'm so excited for them to talk to you because I love what you're doing, which to me is like, what?
2: Which is and like, it's sincere you know, too. Jamie yeah. really likes yeah, no, she's like, she's like the she really yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And, uh, so she was like, Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah We'll make it happen. So uh, but still, uh, that was my first experience with you guys. Um, through my research, I found that you guys were on paper and plastic. Yeah. You guys fell. There's the uh, the curse, I like to call it. Yeah. Uh, I know several bands that have been on paper and plastic and not had that good a time. I, uh, really generally. I, I, I tend to call it a breakdown in communications, <laughs> um, which is a... Uh,
2: because, like, I... I it's a the breakdown moment. in finance, generally, sure. is what screws the bands in
1: that
0: label. I, I was supposed to interview Vinny. Les and Jake played the venue I used to work at, and I was supposed to interview Vinny. I talked to every member of the band. I'm like, I'm supposed to interview Vinny. Hit on the bus the entire time until yeah. the time I met
2: him once. He handed me our test presses and then got in a van and went to the hotel to take a nap. Oh. Huh. So it's the only time kid. I ever met
0: him. Yeah. Um, tiny Engines killer label great label one of the best labels awesome. they, uh, Deep Elm Refugees yeah. and, and, and they're, they're, they're killing it right now Absolutely. on the smaller scale and then you made the jump to side one um, and I'm not talking. Uh, hopefully this doesn't come across as talking shit Broadway Calls are good friends of mine oh yeah and so- they, they had a breakdown of communications with side one that ended up with them not doing their newest album on there sure um and, and I mean it, Whatever Shit happens I don't You know I know one side of the story totally. But um it, so but it, it,
3: it
2: depends Band to band And yeah, there's, right. there's a lot about like Personal expectations And you know What you want Yeah but,
0: so, so you guys are just Doing this for fun And then all of a sudden This Kind of ooh, What? A good-sized medium label, Gaslight Ooh. Anthem, flogging yeah. Molly of all broken on there. How scary was it to sign to Terrible. a label like that?
2: Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> they uh, sent us an email uh, just after New Year's two years ago, uh, being like, you know, hey, what are you guys getting into? And I was the, basically the email I sent the back was like, well, whatever you guys want us to get into, like, let me know. <laughs> and uh, Side One has been really awesome because they just want us to be our own band cool. and like there's no pressure no weird shit they don't they're not pushing we're, we're touring because out of respect to the label it's not because they've you know commanded us to tour yeah. for a certain amount of days or whatever um they don't you know dictate anything that we do it's a, they're just like let us help you we like your band we hope you yeah. guys do well you know just let me know where we can pitch in and they've been absolutely incredible they all the dozen people to work for them have all been so nice to us and so inviting yeah. it's, it's been a, a really cool experience because uh, I've always worked with labels that were one or two people tops um, to work with a label that's you know ten or more people depending on the time of year um, it's been a really really wild experience they've, they've been absolutely great for us uh, for, for a band our size and for what we want to get into like it's the perfect environment it's, it's absolutely the best but they've given us opportunities we would never would have had otherwise and uh, you know we owe quite a bit to them
0: what were the discussions like when you guys were like, "Should we do this? Are we like, what? What are you? What are I they think fucking we thinking?" We
2: scared that like they would want us to, you know, do things we're not comfortable with or something, which yeah. was total shit. Yeah. You know, we we're just psyching ourselves out at that point. Um, I think mostly we were
3: scared of just having to do contractually this like touring six yeah. months out of the year or something. Because so. most is. of our
2: band was based on saying no. Like that was all we did. was say no. And then we were presented with something that we should probably say yes to, we were looking for a way out of it. (laughs) Um, We
3: played in in bands for years just doing everything and all of it. Always, always say yes, take everything. And you just like kind of just nosedive into the ground and get sick of it. And the last thing you want to do is pick up and go do that again and lose all your money your job and your girlfriend and all the things that you've lost <laughs> it, it, with nothing
5: in return it so. back to that that sickness the music sickness yeah. <laughs> where like i'm sitting there and i'm, I'm trying to like look at you know, logically if we sign with this label how things could potentially go and i'm like do i really want to start this whole process <laughs> over again from question, scratch right and see where it takes me because I've already done that and it's like it left me with no money in my bank account and living with my parents yeah. which at this point in my life I will never do that again regardless of how little money I have that same thing yeah but then I looked at it again and I was like you know sleep on it for and I was like yeah but I'm never going to stop playing music and this is the option that's coming right now that allows me to do it in a capacity where I can do it and it it's it's feasible. Timing. It. it works. Timing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so the, this album, LP2, is the newest record on Side One. Loved it immediately um, and it's grown on me even more so. I, I found that normally if there's an album I love immediately, six months later I'm like, eh, it's alright. Yeah. Eh. But I... This one is grown on me, while loving it immediately. I don't know. I can't even explain it to myself. I listen to it like four times a day, trying to think of mm-hmm. questions about it. Um, but everybody seems to like it. I haven't read a bad review. Um, how <laughs> scared Like, how, does that go to your head, or like you guys still seem just so humble and like, oh, oh just, shucks. Like, i just oh, more waiting
2: for the other shoe to drop thing. You know, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I see this happen to bands all the time. You watch bands get huge, and then a year later, everyone hates them. Like, uh, yeah. I name a band that's been big in the past. 10 years that that hasn't happened to um, so we're waiting for that I guess really yeah. uh, you know it's like I said trying to enjoy the, the yeah. middle while we got it and then you know eventually this will go terribly for us <laughs> it's um, I'm glad people like it I'm glad people are excited I'm glad that uh, we're able to do this like we can but uh, you know we, we're we trying to be realistic about it
3: yeah. we like it we're yeah. glad yeah, other I'm people seem to like it yeah. we just don't want to get yeah, ahead of ourselves I don't yeah. like to
2: think that like I'm am a, I'm a Bigger band because of it or something. It's, no, no, no. Yeah. Try not to get too ahead of ourselves.
0: So. I really like how humble you guys are. You're just like,
2: it's a Philly dudes. thing, man. We're losers.
0: Oh, We're I a city guess. of
2: losers. it's what we do. I It's right. that
3: tar water, man.
0: It's that tar, it's tar water. water. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I interviewed Tom May, and he's the same. One. Same, what? What? same well. it's just <laughs> <laughs>
3: they're,
0: they're slowly getting that. The, but and I mean, just string, this at, which out is of love. Worst
2: in Philly. Those kids are just like. I mean, I don't know. We're not
0: great there. Great band but those guys took you out on the road yeah yeah. You universally like how was this ride that was wild too because the last Jennifer inventory tour we did
2: was with the Menzingers we did a four day yeah. weekend with them uh, that ended in DC with title fight of all bands wow um, and those guys are blowing up too <laughs> yeah. yeah um and uh, we wrapped up there, and then we kind of picked back up again, like, on the same label's title fight and on tour with the Menzingers. It was a really strange headspace to be in, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, going out with the Menzingers is great. Uh, playing big shows, uh, lots of enthusiastic people, common crowds, like, people that came out to see them really liked us. Yeah, amazing, uh, so, yeah, and we got to play some really beautiful venues and places we wouldn't normally get a chance to play, and uh, I I lot a lot of the things we did on that tour enabled us to do the stuff that we're doing on this tour, and uh, it was just a great opportunity. Good friends, all all three of the other bands on that tour, are old friends. We've known those guys forever. Yeah. Um, it was just a, a really easy, fun tour. Well, like all the no, bands. It was like a warm up tour. It was a training wheels yeah. tour for us. You know? And all the bands were from Pennsylvania, right? Because well, Fake Problems is from bands. Florida. Yeah. But Fake Problems might as well be from Philly. You know what I mean? It's oh, like yeah. Big Problems. Touring. Fake yeah. Problems
0: is like. They played. I forgot, PA, I forgot they were all on that tour. Like, yeah. I, in my head, it's just Fake Problem, not. The everyone. captain we're thinking. Captain. Uh, yeah, yeah, you guys. Anyway. um... So this is day six of the longest tour you guys have had collectively. Day seven, we've made it. Oh, I guess it's seven now because it's, it's after, an official week. Is that it's an official week. No, no week
4: since we started this shit. Is this the longest
0: you guys have been out? Like right now? No,
4: or?
2: no. I think the Menzingers tour was 21 days. That was longest oh. we've been out. We yeah. did uh, Aust- we did Australia for 20 days. 20 days in Aussie. And then yeah, 21 days with the Menzingers, and this is 35 days. So. We're going a full two weeks longer than we've ever been out before with this band. Nice. Uh, uh, what do you
0: What do you guys have to do to prepare yourselves for that? As uh, As like a newer band, like
1: yeah, yeah it's just I, a lot I of guess newer. You guys it's have been really around just, since 2009. It's so just a
2: checklist. Just yeah. uh, you know, writing down all the stuff we didn't want to do and making sure we didn't do that. And um, I don't know. It, I don't know. Just be efficient. I didn't,
5: yeah, we're being efficient. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like I personally have to prepare to go on tour anymore. So it's it's just a thing easy. that I do. Yeah. <laughs> the whole week leading up to us leaving for tour, I was so ready to get the holy hell out of it's Philadelphia. Nothing against Philadelphia. It just yeah. my life there wasn't great at the moment and I was like, "Why is it still a week until I can fucking blow town and get out?" It was the it was like the day before we were leaving.
3: How's it work? And somebody was like, "Oh, you're like leaving tomorrow." I'm like, "Yeah, I am." Like so y'all <laughs> packed up. I'm like, why would I be packed? I didn't leave yet. Like, it's not. It's not tomorrow morning, fifteen minutes before I'm going to the practice base to go. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I be packed? You started at three eight
5: p.m. the night before. Yeah.
4: yeah, I was packed Wednesday, tapping my foot. Don't <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out. That's Ben
3: That being said, I just like packing was just like okay. Uh,
5: I own three pairs of pants, <laughs> so they're all coming <laughs> with me. To be fair, I have a bag. There's my regular bag I have every day, and then there's my tour bag. My tour bag has all my essentials in it already. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: So
5: I just throw the clothes in it, and
0: I already know I'm ready to go. It's
3: not hard to pack when you have very little things. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: I'm trying to get to that point where I have very little things, but it's hard when you just, you're just you a collector pack rat like I am. It's like, ugh. Um, do you, guys, you guys don't seem like you would fight very much at all just hanging out with you guys. I mean, it's only been, like, 45 minutes, but do you guys fight at all?
2: It's communication. You know, like, the, the thing with this band, and, again, this is, like, the whole idea of starting the band was, like, communicating with each other, like, expectations are all out on the table. There's, like, uh, you know, all the, all the problems we have with our old bandmates we didn't want to have with this band, you know, yeah. so um, if somebody's, somebody's fucking up, you tell, them you're, you tell them they're fucking up. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're writing songs, you don't like something, you tell them you don't like it. Like, there's no, like... You try to squash all the, the pent-up crap that comes out when you when your van breaks down in Seattle,
0: you know? That sounds so refreshing. The the last band I toured with, one of the members, Pro, I hope he doesn't listen to this. I don't think he does. No, he does. He's, he's, he probably does. I yeah. don't yelled at. But he's bipolar as fuck. <laughs> so he'll just flip the switch. He'll, he'll be like, hey! Oh, yeah, in the that next that, minute. That dude Angry, wouldn't be in our band. Yeah. Yeah. That dude wouldn't be in our
2: band. That'd
0: be it. We, uh, Jennifer Lane left a bass player by
2: the
5: side of the road. Left him yeah. his parents' house in South Carolina. We oh. were like, you're done. You get out. Hey, I think it's a, a universal thing. If you notice someone's acting a way that's inconsistent, yeah, I'd like to think we're all mature adults enough to be like, "Hey, knock it off, knock that off." Or if I re- if I realize that I'm upset for whatever reason in a oh, night yeah. or whatever, you I take just it out your go band-mates. somewhere else. Yeah, you don't take the shit
2: on your bandmates. We're all grown ass people. It's, you do you're not mean to people because yeah. you're not happy with yourself. It's a, cool. I'm still consistently
3: surprised every day of how. Uh, I don't know how understanding everybody is If there's an issue it It's oddly easy to talk about um, Or if I not, I can be crappy And it's oddly yeah, easy for I me to be, be like a, Hey guys, I'm sorry way. I was, was like bad. this And they're like, oh yeah, whatever We understand yeah. like if, if it was really that bad, we would have said something I'm like, really? This is how this works? <laughs> okay, well, fine
0: Great If, if you the guys
2: What's that? That's the only way That's yeah. the only way
0: Well, if you guys ever need a roadie tour manager, like I just like can feel stress just falling off me, just hanging out. Like this is just fun. I just love eating and hanging out. out. Um, We go, we go to see the sights. Coffee,
4: Coffee. scenic
2: (laughs) shit, scenic shit. Dogs. getting to the venue early, having a nice meal. Oh, these all sounds fantastic. Oh, can I come with you? Can I just jump in right now? If you're gonna bust your ass, you might as well make sure you're having a good time. Yeah, might as well. Say Um, yes, but there's literally no. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no! I see, I see how well packed. you can this fit is. in
0: a merch box here. Uh, actually, the last interview I did here at this venue was with Joyce Manor. Oh yeah! For and the they kids. had a minivan, and they were like, "Yeah, I sit behind all this equipment right here, and kind of like." Of t-shirts. And yeah. And oh, my old guitar heads in that van. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> and and honestly, we were pretty much right about here that last interview we did with them, and they're they're in this tiny little minivan. Yeah, I think just we just it missed it. them but so we should probably end this what's next for, uh, let's end this because you guys got to go play uh, what's next for you guys
2: uh, we're going up? to Salt Lake City tomorrow and then we go up to uh, Seattle on Tuesday to meet up with Weatherbox to do wow. another 20 something days of our Kill tour
0: it. I wish they were here those guys were real. I know we tried oh. so hard it was tell so them. close so close tell them that people want them here I every know their city. friends with sleeping weather every uh, city
2: we went to they were like how come Weatherbox isn't with you
0: how, how about uh, the interim like what's what's going on six months and now Any oh play? so we're gonna are you guys gonna like gaslight don't anthem we're gonna, I don't gonna know. do, do this tour we're gonna go
2: home we're gonna write another record we're gonna oh, try really? and, already yeah cool.
0: we're, we're gonna th-
2: we're already writing records. so we're gonna go home try and finish it we're gonna try to go to europe try to go to australia again and then uh do some more u.s touring put out another record right have there. a cool. good time all,
0: all right. right well let's uh I'll, I'll shut up now you guys go play much. thank you very much hang out bye <laughs> well all right buddies thank you for the guys at Restorations for hanging out and talking to me for this Mighty Fine episode. Guys, I'm serious. If you ever need somebody, I've got, you know, seven years venue experience. I've tour managed with Drag the River, 2 Cow Garage. I can lick any son of a bitch in the house. Austin Lucas, Artless Nancy. I will jump in your van and go. And uh, we'll have a blast. We'll have good times. And uh, please, please, I'm on my knees. Let me, please. Let's make a uh, Restorations Artless Nancy tour happen. That That would be oddly eclectic and epic at the same time um so again thank you to Aaron Say and the guys at 7th Circle Collective for even just making this show happen it was a legendary show it was epic in its nature Uh, Again, the Black Dots, I apologize for missing you guys, but they're going to be playing at Illegal Pete's on Saturday night with The Dirty Few uh, and a couple other bands I don't remember off the top of my head. And that's going to be a free show. If you like good old-fashioned punk rock, come out to Illegal Pete's on Saturday, October, uh, I believe the 19th, because I don't have anything written down in front of me. Yes, the 19th. And then don't forget to thank our sponsors this week at Illegal Pete's for uh, feeding our dudes and restorations mighty fine scrumptious burritos and quesadillas and other num-num goodies. I can't believe I just said the word num-num goodies, but that's what happens when you're hungover and trying to drink it away. You say dumb, weird things that you probably shouldn't have said. And I probably should have hit the stop button and re-record all this. But ah, this is uh, not live radio. But speaking of live radio, we're going to be doing a live Most podcast of 2 Cow Garage at Mutiny Information Exchange Coffee and Bookshop. It's located on South Broadway, one block north from Three Kings Tavern. The address is 2, that's it, 2, South Broadway. Uh, please come hang out. That event is going to be going from about 5 o'clock to 6.30. We're going to have some beers on hand. You can listen to me make an ass out of myself in front of a room full of people while interviewing 2 Garage. I will try not to... Uh, well, I will try my hardest to hide my boner because everybody knows I have a giant man crush on the guys in 2K Garage. They're some of my favorite dudes in the world and I can't wait to do it. Uh, they're going to be playing an acoustic show as well. And uh, I don't know, maybe they'll be eating some of Illegal Pete's burritos too. Um, that's going to be, again, that's going to be Friday, October 8th. Yeah, 18th at Mutiny Information Exchange here in the mighty fine city of Denver, Colorado. Uh, again, Restorations, fantastic band. LP2 is going to be one of my favorite records of the year, and I can't fucking wait for you guys to hear it. Um, this is probably my favorite song off, the, off this record. It's the second track on the record, and I feel weird playing like the first track is the opening song and the last track is... But that's the way shit happens Um, This is my favorite song off the record It's called Let's Blow Up the Sun Restorations LP2, it's out now They're on tour now Go check them out if they're coming through a city through you They're going to be playing the fest in Gainesville, Florida Which I will not be at But you should go if you're not already And you probably are because you're probably a better person than me Anyway guys, we're going to get out of here I'm going to quit rambling This is Let's Blow Out the Sun off LP let's blow up the sun god damn I need to quit drinking let's blow up the sun off LP2 out now side one dummy records we'll see you in the funny pages
4: been cruel
1: and unkind and on purpose remorseful and insincere longing for the luxury of boredom So what right. That low lone rumble You can hear it next door